So a 25-year-old farmer from Emelo, haven't been to Emelo in a long, long time, in Pumalanga, is offering free practical training to budding young farmers with an interest in plant production. Njabulo Mbokani is on the line to tell us more about her initiative. Uh, Njabulo! Hello. How are you, Njabulo? I am very well. How I'm are you? Go- I'm very good. You know, speaking about farming, even you know they even you know do feature you know do such on on TV. Yeah. Um, as 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 a people, as black people, especially during apartheid, we used mm-hmm. to look down on people who are farms. You know, like if you are not clever, they say, "Ah, put me my place in law, put me farming in law." You know. Forgetting the important role that farmers play, otherwise would starve to death. And I think most of us, you know, we want the nice jobs, ne? We want to work in the office. Because, yeah, you look at a farm, you're like, ah, wearing boots, there's Uh chicken, there's pigs, there's plants. (laughs) No. But, uh, you know, I mean, depending where you are you know, and how passionate you are about it, you can actually become a very uh, successful farmer. I've been to Paris a couple of times. Uh-huh. <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> what I'm basically trying to say is that, you know, farming is very important. It does not mean that, you know, you're, you're a farmer, you don't know much. It's not, it's, yeah, it is a tough job. Uh-huh. Anyway, and Jabul, after this long intro of mine, tell us how you got into farming and what type of farmer are you? Okay, so, yo, life was difficult, especially when I started six years ago. I can I imagine. Mean, yeah, I mean, mm. from selling fish and chips to mm. farming. <laughs> and how I got into this beautiful industry was uh, basically what I think most what people want to be uh, stable yeah. to support myself and also my family as well. Mm, mm. So yeah, I run two I run two farms which I am currently leasing. So the one farm has vegetables and I've also have I also have chicken layers. Mm. So we also have eggs on the farm and then the other farm uh, that also leasing is uh, about eighty three hectares that I planted this year. Mm. of non-GMO made. Okay. So that's what we specialize with at the moment. Listen, I mean, number one, if you're going to get into farming, you need land. How mm. did you get the land in the first place? Because we always hear people singing, bring back the land. How did you get access to, to the land? You know, it's important. They say bring back the land, but <laughs> don't give me land without mentorship. Okay. That's key. Don't give me land without mentorship. I think for me, that's one thing that I've learned. Mm. Yeah, so getting the land is not something that is easy. As I, I say to you that I'm actually leasing farms, two farms actually. Okay. Because, you know, as a farmer, you I, I try to diversify because I started with maize. Decided, um, let me also get into uh, chickens and also get into to veggies as well. For the cash flow, because you can't actually wait for for eight months, you know, so that you can get some some income. 
But to get a farm, it's not easy. It's something that I'm also still looking for. Mm. It make my life very easy, yes. you know, because you work as a farmer and then you feel like all the money, all the profits that come, it just ha- have to go to, you know, to rental instead mm. of you buying machines or, mm. you know, giving bonuses to your employees. You can't because mm. now you have to cater for the rent. So, I mean, talking about leasing, um, who, who are you leasing from? Is it a private farmer? Is it the government? I am I, I'm not leasing from the government. At the moment, I'm leasing from a private farmer. Mm, because, you know, sometimes they can make life difficult for you, especially when you, you've acquired land that was probably not productive. And then when it becomes productive, then mm. they come with funny stories and give you a tough time, either increase the rent so that they can kick you out, so they can take over the business. Are you not experiencing any of these? Amazingly, I'm actually experiencing that quite often. Mm. <laughs> well, I've moved to, okay, I think I was chased out at, yeah, I know, at two farms now. Wow. So, uh, you know, uh, especially being a female mm. farmer, you know, they, yeah, that sometimes they will estim- um, underestimate you because they will see they will see you and then be like, okay, you know what, yeah, fine, work, uh, mm. just farm, carry on. But once they see that, okay, actually you are in production, you're mm. actually working, you know, on a daily basis, you're supplying, mm. you know, they see your logos now being at... Um, far and, and, and such forth and then they, they ask themselves, okay, so this person is making money mm. out of the land that we we we're we giving her to you know to, to utilize. So then they then decide, you know what, we too can also do this. And in such cases, you know, I always try and say, okay, rather let us do it in a form of a partnership, mm. you see. Okay. But uh, yeah, but unfortunately not everybody is keen to do so. Because mm, the farming is tough. Farming is tough. They probably just want to take the rent and run. So let's get to the most important thing, um, you trying to help the community. Why did you take the step to offer students um, a training opportunity? Okay. So this is very personal to me. Yes. It's very personal to me because, you know, when I started, when I started farming, um, farming on its own is not an industry that is easy, uh, you know, to to get into. It's very tough. So I said to myself that it's actually time now that I give opportunities to the next farmer so that it's not, it's not going to be as hard as it was for me when I got into farming. Mm. Yes. And um, what criteria must candidates meet and how long will this training run for? And, you know, how do they, I mean, where, where, where do you guys meet? Do you meet at the farm? And uh, in terms of transportation, how do they get there? Um, how many hours do they spend there? How mm-hmm. often do they come? And, uh, yeah, where, what do they eat? You know, with, uh, especially with the veggies and chickens, mm. you have to be there on a daily basis. Yes. So they'll have to be there from Monday to Friday. Mm. And in terms of transportation, I will be assisting them with that. Okay. Yes. So, um, I mean, it's more of an experimental exposure. Yes, yes, absolutely. Exactly, to the students. So, with everything that comes, you know, we, we have a whole, plan, a whole plan for them. So, yeah, we're hoping that it's all going to go well.
Excellent. Yeah, for those who've just landed, this is Radio 2000. It's the Glenzito Superdrive. It's a Thursday afternoon. Uh, we are chatting to a 25-year-old farmer from Emelo in Bumalanga who is offering free practical training to budding young farmers with an interest in plant production. She goes by the name of Njabulo Mbokani. So Njabulo, what criteria must candidates meet and how long will this training run for? Okay, so basically what I need from a student that they have to at least have started a garden mm. because what is important is the starting part. And I think the biggest thing for me is commitment towards the industry. Yes. And, you know, with all the emails that I have received, I, I have um, seen people do that, okay, that they have interest and by that, I think I will have a criteria as to which people I need at my farm. And uh, tell us about the number of students you are looking, you know, you know, at, at having at your farm. Okay, I was. I actually would love to take more. Mm. I would love to take more, but then at the moment, because of the space. Mm. Uh, at the moment, I'll only be taking in five students. Five students. Okay, it's not a yeah. bad number. It's not a bad number. And um, are you, by any chance, I know it's a crazy question, are you paying them any stipend? <laughs> <laughs> well, as I said, that it is more more of an yes. experimental exposure. But yes. however, you know, as a token of appreciation, you know, I could assist them with transportation yes. and accommodation costs. Exactly. Okay. So what are your contact details for those who are interested? Well, I'd rather... Or social media, if you have an account on social media, or Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Jalo Jalo. Yes, Njagulon Pogane goes by Njagulon Pogane on Twitter and also on Facebook. So it's Njagulon Pogane on Twitter and Facebook. Correct. All right. Njabulo, such a pleasure talking to you. I mean, a 25-year-old doing so much, caring so much. Wish you, Wish you all the best, and we hope someone... You know, a business person or government uh, is listening out there, if not in Gauteng, in Pumalanga, and they are inspired by a story and they will come out in numbers and and support what you're doing. Most definitely. And also help you to get your own land so that you're not exploited. That is the goal. That is the goal. Excellent. Have a fabulous day in Jabulo. Thank you. Thank you so much. Excellent. That's Njabulo Mbogani there. She's only 25. What an inspiration. Uh, farmer from ML. Already 25. You know, she hasn't achieved what she's wanted, you know, what she wants to achieve. Mm. But already she's bringing other people. Yeah. People. On, I mean, 25, she's, ba- she's still a baby, man. She is. In farming. What I like that she said, she said when you asked her why she had decided to do this for these youngsters, she says she doesn't want them to struggle as much as she did when she mm. was coming up. Yeah. Because so many times people, you know, realize success and they forget that there are others that they can propel forward as well or, yeah. or give an opportunity to. I love that. Yeah. I love that she yeah. wants to give other young people a chance, even though she's really faced some tough times. 
Yeah, handsome. I mean, Tough when she times. was talking about leasing the property, hey. I was like, ah. I mean, like, I'm in the entertainment industry. I know guys who'd go out and lease a place, whether it's a pub. And mm. then when it, and they when they go to that place, it's completely dead. There's no business. Yeah. But, but when once, it starts picking up and business is good, then the owner wants to come back. That's wants to so take it back. Greedy. And with her, the same thing has, has been happening. Yeah, where Twice. she was kicked out. Yeah. Twice. Twice. You know? Mm. So she needs a good lawyer as well, you know? Yeah, so that the, the, also gets land, like you so say. that there is a there is a contract so that you know the owner can just come back after four months and say no you're actually out yeah this is my farm I don't want you here anymore yeah so sad eh it's very sad after all that hard work cultivating the land working the land and then somebody just says oh now that it's productive thanks bye absolutely it's greed all the best to you in Jabulot.